When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, family? I'm back. Another podcast. It's uh, 5.50 on a good Tuesday. I got Bible study in about 40 minutes. So uh, let's make, let's get it cracking. Um, nothing's been much up lately, you know. I've just been chilling. I went on live yesterday. Had a good chop it up. I chopped it up with my nigga, my nigga Joey. Shout out Simi for staying on it and that shit for like a couple, two, probably about two or three hours. Um, you know, we I had to restart it a couple times. But other than that, uh, she she's a real one for that. I didn't know she was. Uh, she was a real one like that, but. Um, she might come on the podcast at a later date. Um, today, you know, I just wanted to talk about family. You know, what family really, like, how, how family can really affect a person. Um, it's kind of crazy because once you hit a certain age, you're able to reflect back on what influences you in your life. And I started to see how my family influenced me a lot. Um, my mom is a big influence. Um, the reason why I wasn't, why I didn't start off alpha was because my dad was a beta. And my mother was an alpha. And let's de- dig deeper into that. I was talking to my mom about this the other day. Um, if... In my experience, if the mother is an alpha, it is very hard for the child to become alpha if every step he takes is dominated by somebody else. Now, that's how it is with most things, but once you, but you're able to become a alpha as soon as you see somebody who is out of that who who comes from a similar situation like you most of the time your father become dominant now my father was a beta and he was very passive and he was very submissive within the bounds of their relationship in my from my perspective um he didn't really care too much he just do whatever he was whatever he was put into a situation or whatever it's whatever the situation he was put in he wouldn't try to fight it um within that i do want to say that that had an effect on me on how i saw situations if i didn't like the situation i wouldn't try to change it but now as i'm going on my journey to become an alpha 
uh, I see the error in that way, and I do fight to try to change my situations. Now, I also understand the environment that I'm in. I cannot, uh, I cannot outgrow it, so I have to switch the environment that I am in. Um, that's a very important uh, thing to talk about because a shark cannot outgrow a fish tank. It's impossible. A shark will literally be born within a fish tank, within the egg, and will not get bigger than eight inches. But when you take the shark and you put it into the ocean, the shark can get up to eight feet big. That's pretty deep. That's a true fact, too. If you, you want to look it up, that, that's a true fact. But... And similar to everybody's situation, you can't... There's a couple of things that you need to understand. First and foremost, if you're in a toxic situation or you're in a, 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 a situation where you feel trapped, you cannot turn into a new person until you have realized that and are actively trying to change your environment. Number two, you have to address the toxicity or the entrapment and escape or leave. And in my opinion, number three is to move on and isolate yourself in an open space. Um, in order for that shit to work, you got to understand a couple of other things. Number one, you don't need anybody. You don't. No matter how much you feel that you need somebody, you don't need them. You might want them. You enjoy the presence they make you. They bring some sort of contentment to your life. The only person that can really bring you happiness and joy is yourself. Now, within that, I'll tell a story. Recently, I've come into a... She calls it an entanglement. Or she called it an entanglement. And... I thought it was much deeper than that. And that kind of checked me. I thought that what she was bringing to my life was happiness. But instead, it was just contentment. I felt content and complacent in the situation that we were in and that we shared the time that we shared together was very special to me. And the and her presence, whether it was through the phone or if it was in person, it was it brought me contentment, it brought me it brought me bliss. But don't get mixed up with those two situations because happiness and bliss are two different things. It's it's about the longevity of the situation. Now, when you mix up bliss and happiness, like I did, your world can be flipped upside down. And you begin to realize that throughout the pain, 
outcomes growth. I've realized I cannot get emotionally attached to anybody. Because at the end run, nobody's going to be here for me. And nobody should be responsible for your own feelings. This is for all the beta simps out there. No matter what you think she is. Or or whatever potential you think she has. Don't look at that shit. Don't believe in that shit. Don't give yourself to that shit. Don't give yourself to what you think she could be. Acknowledge the fact of what she is. She's a woman. And to all the women out there who think like this, he's a man. And men want what they want, and women want what they want. I'm not being pessimistic, I'm just being logical. In the end game, a man is going to get what they want and a woman's going to get what they want. It might not be what you want, but that's what they're going to get. They're going to get what they want. And you have to acknowledge that not everybody has your best interests, especially romantically. So you have to give out the energy accordingly. When you give out too much energy... And just expect for that shit to righteously just come back to you like it's like it's a boomerang. You're not going to get that shit back instantly. You're going to have to grow a little bit. Understand how to give out the energy accordingly. And then the energy will come back to you through somebody else. Toxic situations will never be, will never not be toxic because... You are feeding into the toxicity. I say that because I've been through it. Not acknowledging the fact that it was toxic was even more toxic on my behalf. But back to what I was, but but back to the main subject of this podcast, family. My mother, she has sheltered me from society for she sheltered me from society until I was about 16, maybe 15. And when that shit hit me, it hit me hard. It hit me hard not to trust nobody. I didn't fully, truly understand what that really meant until probably about a year ago, but um, it hit me. And when it hit me, it hit me hard kind of realized that um, depression is a real thing. Um, Open up about this shit because it's just been on my mind. And I feel like I just need to talk about this shit. This this podcast is going to be a little more denser. Um, But yeah, you know, entering entering my mind is like kind of, it's kind of crazy. I'm not going to, I'm not going to like into like this, you know, I'm not going to publish this one, but this is for me. Like, you know, you, you look back on life and you start to see that not every situation is going to be right for you. It's 
not going to be built for you. It's not going to be built on your ideas. It's not going to be built for... It's not going to be built for... Um, it's not going to be built off of your imagination, what you think is going to be real. It's not going to be built off of the things that you can manifest. Ironically, you can only manifest the things that you imagine. It might seem confusing of what I just said, but think about it this way. If you have an expectation for something, the expectation might not always be met. But if you have an idea of how something, like a broad idea with no expectations, you can be able, you will be able to manifest that. Because it's a simple idea. It's not elaborate. It's not something that is very complex. It's a, it's a it's a simple complexity. And that's what you're able to manifest. For instance, when you wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth. You go to work. Come back home. Do the same shit every day. You're only going to be able to do that if you see and imagine yourself doing that. It might not be... um, You might not know that you're imagining this shit, but you are. You'll never be able to get out of your situation until you understand that this is what's happening in your mind. For me, I'm starting to realize that your life does not have to be all that it's all that you've been told it has to be. You don't have to go get a nine to five job, do what you love. But usually what you love to do requires money, so you have to go get a nine you you don't have to, but you choose to go get a nine to five. Which is why you see a whole bunch of homeless people on the streets, because they choose to do what they love without having to be a slave. And in some aspects, I respect that. It couldn't be me, but I respect it. Similar to how a person who has gotten their money, I respect them. I damn near respect a homeless person and a billionaire the same amount, purely because they do what they want to do. And they choose to do what they want to do. What I don't respect is a person who is a slave to their job and it's just like, hey, I don't I don't like my job. I, and they just stay there. Like, they just stay there. Like, they just don't see themselves going anywhere else. They just do the nine to five every day for 10, 20 years. And they just constantly just hate it because they're going to end up hating themselves. So how can you respect somebody who hates themselves in camp? What you can respect is a person who takes initiative and takes a chance to live their own life. At a certain point in your own life, you have to 
realize that everything that you manifest is your doing. It's nobody else's. It's what you chose to do. You actively chose to be this person who you are. If I get up in the morning and I decide to do 100 push-ups, it's not because somebody else told me to do it. It's because I chose to get up and go up, down, up, down 100 times. Because at the end of the day, it's not going to benefit anybody besides myself. I'm the only person who's going to be able to look in the mirror and be like, hey, look, I'm getting buffered. And that's not going to affect anybody besides myself. If I get up in the morning, I decide to read the Bible. It's not going to further my faith. It's not going to further somebody else's faith. You can't really do that for somebody else. All you can do is just look up to the sky and pray for yourself. And pray for the next man. That's all you can do for somebody else is pray for them. Pray that they get the the will and you know can they, they, they have the they have the knowledge to start manifesting. That's another big part about manifestation. Manifesting is a very, very hard thing to do. It's simple, but it's hard. I say that because when you are trying to manifest something, it doesn't always become the idea that you had in your head. I doubt that when many of these, for instance, a lot of people want to be rappers. A lot of people I know want to be rappers. I know of one person not going to say their name. I gave him a couple of tracks. He rapped over probably about two of them. And to be honest, they was trash. They was fucking trash. He put his heart into it. I, I, I like kind of, you know, I respect him for that. I, I don't kind of respect him for that. I, re- I respect him for it. You know, putting his all into something. But if I'm going to keep it a buck with him, he should do something else with his life. Not trying to knock his hustle. I'm just saying. I wouldn't listen to that shit. I listened to that shit once. And because I didn't have um, any other... I'm not even going to say that. Just because I don't think that his his shit is good. Somebody else might. But I honestly think that that nigga should not do what he does. That shit was fucking trash. But. He tried to manifest it. And within manifesting. You have to go with the flow. You can't allow yourself to try to force it. You put the energy out there. The proper way. You try to let it, you know, make its way back around to you. And it eventually will. Maybe not the way that you want it to. But if you pray, you put the work in. 
put the time in, it'll most likely come back to you within the time and the way that you want it. But it doesn't always. That's what's hard about it because you have it's human nature to want something the way that you want it. Not the way that you need it, though. That's where God's nature comes in. He gives you the things that you don't want, but you need. But back to what I was saying. Back to what I was saying. Back to what I was saying. When you try to manifest something, don't just say it. You have to do it. You have to. Like You can't just bullshit it and be like, Oh, yeah, I got this, 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 and this planned out. And I'm about to do it. That's not manifesting. It's a part of it. Speaking into existence, that's a part of it. But you got to do the work. You got to put in the work. I know a lot of people say you got to put in the work and don't explain what that work is. And now I'm starting to understand why people say that. Because if you don't, if 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 you say it, if you say how to put in the work, it might not work the same way for everybody. For instance, I write poetry. And the way that I write poetry doesn't always work the same way that everybody else writes poetry. Because if it was the same way, I probably wouldn't want to write poetry. Because I, I'm not no regular, ununique, you know, trend trends trend trend following nigga i'm not a cloud chaser that's not what i am i would never want to be but what i will say is that when it comes to the work that i put in it's going to be a lot different than the work that you put in man for the sole purpose of you putting in work can look like two hours of reading every day an hour of push-ups and cooking your own food and going on diets. I'm already a skinny nigga. I don't necessarily need a weight-losing diet. I don't need to work out that, that, that long. Only thing I need to do is do my push-ups, define my muscles, and gain muscles with eating with, 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 um, with whey protein. You feel me? And I might have to, I, instead of reading, I might listen to a podcast. I might go out and live a little bit because that's what I need to do. I'm a pretty smart nigga right now. I'm not saying that I don't need to read because reading is important for everybody. But living is, is, probably mo- is probably more important than just reading. Because when you are put into a situation, you are stuck there with your knowledge. And most importantly, you're just stuck there with yourself. For instance, when you're lost on BART, your knowledge is not going to stop. It's not going to help you. You reading books is not going to help you. Maybe a map could help you. The only way of you really understanding and where, like, how to go to get to go where you're going is living 
going where life takes you. Yes, I'll say this. I know Bart like the back of my hand. But it's not from looking at the map all the time. I know which stop because the map doesn't always look the same for everybody. For instance, if I get off at Fruitvale Station, I'm not going to think about Oh, it's right back it's right next to it's right next to Alameda, so I just take a bus to Alameda. No, what I'm thinking about is oh, it's right next to fucking 24-hour fitness and buy that McDonald's over there. Or if I get off at MacArthur, I some people are going to think, "Oh, that shit's right next to Piedmont." Well, I'm thinking it's right next to St. Leo's. It's right next to fucking Fenton's. No, 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 no. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's right next to Piedmont. Some people are here thinking, oh, it's 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 next to Emeryville. And some people also would think that, oh, it's it's on the outer rims of West Oakland. And it's about it's right next to North. It's right next to I City. You feel me? Or if you get off at San Leandro Station, oh that's right next to the crib. You feel me? And some people think, oh shit, that's right next to um SL High. That's right next to uh T House. You feel me? That's right next to the marina. You feel me? But nah, that's that that's how I get home. All this to say, people have different perspectives. So you can't tell a person. And people have their own destinies. People have their own journeys. People have their own labyrinths that they need to take. So you can't tell a person how to make how to how to make that shit work for them. Because honestly, only thing you can do is try to motivate them with very universal energy. Try to try to give them a little bit of a, like a jump start, you know. Jump start a car. It, it, it triggers something in the car. The car starts back up. It's not on the other car to help it drive. It's just on the other car to help it start. And then it puts the car, and then you put the car in gear, and then you drive it away. If that makes sense. Nigga, this shit probably doesn't even make sense to have you niggas, to be honest. But I'm going to keep talking about it because I feel that it's going to help me. It's going to help somebody who thinks like me. And if you are the person who thinks like me, I hope this shit helps you. I really do. I hope this shit helps you so that you can do marvelous things in this life. But back to what I'm saying. Manifesting shit. Actually no. Let's take it let's take it to a let's take it to another route. Back to what the main thing of this podcast is supposed to be about family. The spot of my I'm in right now, I'm living with my mom and living with my sister. You feel me? We cooped up in this house. We all live on the same floor. If I wanna go get something to eat I have to walk past my mom and she's probably gonna question me because she's the alpha. What do you want what are you doing? So it's, 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 it's a standard manipulation tactic, to be honest. Because she needs to know everything. She needs to know everything that's going on. Because 
everything has to fit into her narrative in order for her to function and that's just how that's just how she works but for me i don't need to know everything i trust that i trust that god is going to allow me to manifest my own shit and if i put the energy out there the correct way it's going to come back to me but for her she might not think that way so she must she has to control as much as she possibly can and i don't blame her for that but what she doesn't understand is how that affects me now me putting energy out and putting the work in does not mean that i'm passive because as soon as that opportunity presents itself, I'm going to take it. But with her, she tries to she forces a she forces the situation to the point where it's pressure, and then she takes it without being patient for it. A big part of this life is being patient because that's how the energy matures. In a sense, like money. You put money into an account. You don't continue to just keep moving it from stock to stock in order to, you know, on a daily basis to create as much as the money. But, like, if you put it into one stock and let it shit grow and mature, and then you take it out probably about two or, two or three years later and then maybe switch it to another one, that money's going to look longer. That money's going to look fatter. That cheese is going to turn to bread. That bread is going to turn to a bag. But you know, on a lot of shit though, like you got to, on a lot of shit, you have to like be patient with it, you know? Once you're patient with the shit that you are trying to manifest, to be honest, it might look better. It might look like how you want it. I keep coming back to this manifestation. I think I just might just call this podcast the manifestation podcast. But um, when you start looking at situations, you, you try to evaluate it to the best sense. Now, how my mom sees it, she says she's an optim she's a op- she's a she's a logical optimist. She tries to look the she tries to look at the best of every situation, but she understands how the situation really is. In a sense, for me, I don't know what I am, for the pure reason I don't know what the limits of a situation a situation is. A situation could come from anywhere because from what I know in a sense I'm kind of ignorant to how most situations can (coughs) 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 no corona Um, I just I just don't know how a situation could end up because I haven't lived a lot of life but what I will say is I look at both sides, whether it can go wrong, whether it can go right. And I hope that I can 
manifest the positive outcome. But if it turns into a negative outcome, then so be it. Because even though it's a negative outcome, I can still learn from it and grow from it. You feel me? You know, I've just been rambling about manifestation and shit for the last 30 minutes, to be honest, though. Um, For the people who are still listening to this, man, I appreciate y'all. You feel me? Like, I'm going on another level. Like, as I said, you know, if you need something, hit me. You know my number. You know, I'm not going to put it out there, but... If you really need something, you know how to hit me. You know how to com- comment in the fucking uh, description. I mean, the comment section. You know, just comment down there. I think I'm going to end this. I think I'm going to end this podcast here. Peace and love. One love. Yeah. See y'all next time.